GMT presents our, our jump through the laws of Bas Today we're looking at another element of animal anatomy in our search through the laws of me and milk in this paraktet again. Today we're looking at Halakha Yedalid. Okay, that's 14, uh, 15, excuse me. The Tesvav. And before we were talking about the laws of how do we deal with the kechal that we have to tear it to in order to get the milk out of this uh, the udder? And today we're looking at another thing, the stomach. A cow's stomach. You're going to wonder uh, to me, you know, Mr. Gladner, what do cow's stomachs have to do with milk? The milk comes from the udder. It doesn't come from the stomach. That's a great question. And the answer to that question is that because cows, when they nurse, right? The cow drinks the milk from its mother's udder, but the milk can still stay in the stomach. So remember, they have several stomachs, so it's bouncing back and forth. And it may take some time to digest it. So what happens if I have this young animal, a male animal, I kill it, or a female animal, no no difference. I kill it, it still has milk in its stomach, Is and I cook that animal without touching the stomach and doing anything. Is that kosher? Can I do that? That's the question that our halacha will deal with. Keva, the stomach, shebishla bechalav sheba, and it's cooked with the milk that's in it. Muteris, it's mutter. Not, not even the even lechad chila, no issue. She'enu cholav, it's it's not milk. Ela harihu ketanufis, I don't like. It's like drips. It's like nothing. Shari yishtana b'mayim, it changes form in the stomach. The stomach changes it. It's a completely different substance than milk. Okay. So now we're going to take a dive in the commentaries for a moment. So the Gemara, and this is Daf Kuf Tesain in Perak Kobasari, which is the eighth Perak of Chulun. It first says in the Mishnah that the case of an animal that a uh, that nurse, if, an, if a kosher animal nurses from a non-kosher animal, it, it's, its stomach is usher. And, and then, uh, non-kosher that nurses from a kosher animal, that stomach is mutter. And then we, we, um, then we say later on that afterwards we say that you, you with a kosher animal that nurses from a non-kosher animal, that it is mutter. So, the, the the issue with the stomach here, just to explain, besides the cooking in the stomach with the milk, is that stomach, the, one of the ways one makes cheese is they use the stomach. Now, we don't use that for kosher cheese making because there are many issues with the, the way it's used and that non-kosher cheese is made using an animal's stomach or the proteins from an animal's stomach. So, what you do is you put the cheese, you put it in the animal's stomach for the proteins to ferment it, which again we don't we don't do this. We use now like acid, various acids, but the issue is if the stomach is kosher, since it has that, uh, does does the milk that even you you can use a non-kosher stomach for this, but does the non-kosher milk that's in the stomach does it have an effect? So in the Mishnah, it says that. Uh, it says that non-kosher milk does have an effect, and then in the Gemara it says it doesn't. So how do you explain that? The Rif and Rama, they have the same gear, so the Rama follows the Rif very closely. 
which is saying a test to the strength of the Sephardic Masora that the Ramam says he only disagrees with the Rift ten times, which is compared that to Ashkenazi Risham and how often they disagree with one another. And then, so what he explains that difference is how how can the Mishnah contradict with the Gemara? No, it's talking about before the milk changes into this new substance. Because right here, the Ram is saying because it Yishtana b'mayim, it changes in the stomach. My but that's but before it changes, it it must be usher. Now, uh, R- Rashi doesn't ha- have that gears. He has a different gear set. So he doesn't have that. He has a different gear than the Mishnah. So he doesn't have any issue with that. And then Rabbeinu Tom, great Rabbeinu Tom, what does he say? He has the same gear set. But he comes up with the Mechalek ben Salu lekerush. There's a difference between, it depends on what kind of milk are you finding in this animal's stomach. Now, this, this he would require you, you have to kind of look in the stomach before you cook it. You can't just toss the stomach on the in the pot. No, you have to tear it open. You have to look at the milk. Rabbeinu Tom says, the milk is clear. Soft milk. It's the regular milk. It's liquid. You can't use it. It must be newly, it hasn't changed its form yet. But if it's hardened, it's a changed substance, this isn't milk. And the Ram does not hold by that difference. But the Gaonim say, clearly, look, the Ram does not say, although you could interpret in the Ram's words because it changes form. Maybe he's requiring it has to change form. But the Gaonim say that if you uh, have it slaughtered in front, if you, for, if you see an animal nursing with its mother, you take the animal and you kill it within five minutes or within a very short period of time from when it nursed, obviously that, that milk is not kosher and that the milk hasn't changed form yet. And the Ram's not really saying that here. That that was the custom of the Gonim. And the Gonim, remember, are based in Babel. And the Ram has many differences with the Gonim. He, he doesn't really like the whole Gonic movement. But he really, what we can infer from the Ram, and this is from the commentary of the Radbaz, the Magid Mishnah stops at this point. He's replaced by a different commentary of the Radbaz. And the Radbaz says on this point that from the Ram, it's it's not really, he's not, since he doesn't put forward any general rules like Rabbi and Tom says, really it must be a Matthias issue in terms of, like, if you can see that the milk has changed form, it doesn't, it's not, it's not a clear rule. It's just like, it's, there's, it's just you know, rule of thumb, you know, you look at the milk, like, you look at the properties, it's not just if it's clear or if it's hard, like Rabbi and Tom. So, Good that we get that over with, biker. Now for Psach Halacha, the Shulchan Aruch writes that it's mutter levasho lechadchila bechol. There's no issue, like the Ram. The Shulchan Aruch also very closely follows the Rambam because if the remember the Shulchan Aruch follows the Rambam, the Rif, and the Rosh. So, and if the Rambam doesn't disagree with the Rif, then he kind of has a majority because the Shulchan Aruch passed by those three individuals. Which again tests to the strength of the Sephardic Masora. That lechachila, um, you you can do it, and the he the Shulchan Aruch interprets even if the milk is still liquid, no issue. But he does say that there are those who assure it to, to use milk that is uh, liquidy, and the Ramah says we that's that's our minhag, that we say that it's assur if the milk is liquid. We hold like Rabbi Tom. And then the, there's a machlokis on the commentators on the Shulchan Aruch. 
is it do we say that the the, the minhag to usher to cook it in if the, there's liquid milk in the side of the the stomach is it only if the milk is liquid or if it also it does include hardened so that's a big question and just in the, so it's this whole issue right here is like to think about it in, in abstract is how does milk before we're talking about different kinds of milk that aren't really considered milk for our purposes that the milk comes out after the rabana da da so but here we're issuing the is the, the how does milk change form from non-milk to regular milk from milk to non-milk what process does it go through and that's the question the ram's dealing with thank you have a great shabbos gadol um we'll get back to finish there's only there's one halacha about next about uh the stomach and specifically cheese making and after that we go back to more practical halakhic issues thank you have a good bye